Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. Before we start this episode, I wanted to take a quick moment to ask a favor of you. Please open the podcast app you're listening on right now and hit the follow button. This really supports us growing the podcast and also helps continue to produce high-quality conversations around high performance. You listen to us and we want to listen to you. So please also consider leaving a rating and review. Tell us what you love about this episode and what you'd like to hear more of. Give us some feedback as it really does make a difference to what we're doing behind the scenes. Optimize performance through adapting your physical, psychological, and emotional state going deep in a topic and you've done a lot of great work with the Australia Gold Medal Ready program. Can you give our listeners just a bit of a highlight on what you did for some of the swimmers on that, some of the work the you athlete, did? Yeah. yeah, the athletes. So, we, um, so what happened was I was studying and consulting to the Australian Special Forces and Rick Burr, who was head of the army, was there and he was looking at my work and then he was good friends with John Bertrand who was um, at the time the president of, of Swimming Australia. And so he said, oh, look, can you, he'd been going all around the world looking for something to help the swimmers uh, perform under pressure post Rio Olympics. And he said, I, I remember the moment I, I, I met him and he's like, what are you doing here? Because I was sort of like the only female in this sea of green. Um, and he's like, who are you? And then we got talking and I said, this is what we've been doing. This is my research. We've been doing this performance under pressure um, research. We've had great results. He said, okay, can you come and work with us? And that's when uh, Matt, who was running the human performance wing at the Australian Special Forces, and I went and consulted to the swim team. And from there, Peter Condy, who was head of the AAS at the time, said, we're setting up this gold medal ready program and we're getting consultants in to help develop the, the content. And basically... What this gold medal ready program was about, we call it GMR, was about bringing the wisdom of those that had walked before in high stress, stake, high stakes environments. So they were commandos, people who'd been to war and had been shot at on numerous occasions, and then previous gold medal winning uh, athletes from all different disciplines. And so what we did, we got these moments in time where we all came together and they told stories that young athletes asked questions, and it was so good. And then I would develop. My, I would do sorry. I developed and delivered content around stress, the stress response system, emotional intelligence, and all those sorts of things. And so, yeah, it's it was it was hugely fun and and was really successful. So now there's I think 23 national sporting organisations that have taken up our curriculum, and they're starting to um, get it into the younger pathway. Um, generation. That's fantastic to know you're having that impact on young athletes, especially young athletes, because if they can get those base skills, understanding physiology and not getting that hijack and learning to live with stress and channel it in the right way as you teach people, that can be a major advantage rather than getting up on the blocks or you're at the track of the starting block and you feel this wave and then thinking, shit, what's happened to me? You can use that to fuel you rather than to yeah. absolutely crush you. The amount of uh, like old gold medal athletes said, oh, my God, if I would known this, that actually my shakes uh, on the blocks was like adrenaline and adrenaline is, you know, increasing your speed of that response and that's actually good for you, that just that knowledge alone would have just been a game changer for me and, and just knowing, so we spoke a lot about anticipatory stress. But just before you and go on anticipatory stress, you said 
a lot of the older gold medal winners. So these are men and women who've won gold medals at the Olympics. Yeah, without yeah. that that skill set, they worked it out. They, or they'd um, they'd found ways. Didn't know the science behind it. You know, they just yeah, just had, or had good coaches. Some of them had performance coaches. Very few of them, but you know, they just worked it out. Or were just really naturally very good at managing stress. So yeah, it was it was so good, to, and we still all hang out and, and catch up, and you know, text. We've got this WhatsApp group still. So you know, it's 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 really lovely to to have these two worlds collide, where you know, typically they weren't. And then we ran these um, stress inoculation camps at special forces. So we had people from the AAS, we had commandos, then we had athletes come in. And so um, one of the activities was I got them to jump off this 90-foot tower backwards and was teaching them how to do it. And so I was teaching them resonant breathing and vagus nerve reset and all these um, stress-in-the-moment protocols. And I was also teaching them and you know anticipatory stress protocols and then coming back from failure protocols as well. So we had the whole gamut, you know, the pre, before, during and post. So, yeah, um, I think a lot of them found it hugely, hugely beneficial because, you know, you're at the top of this 90-foot tower, it's really scary and you've got to jump off backwards off this thing with no training. I mean, it's all very safe. The guys know how to do it. So a lot of them were like, I'll never do this, I can't do that. And then when we, we put them through some of these protocols to get their physiology under control, all of a sudden their brains came back online and they were like, yeah, I can do this. Are you planning an upcoming conference or company offsite? For the past 15 years, I've averaged speaking at over 50 events each year, and I still love presenting at conferences as much as I did when I first started. To explore the different presentations I offer on a range of topics and themes, including physical and psychological well-being, becoming burnout-proof, connection and belonging. That's a new area I'm, I'm really enjoying presenting on. Neuroscience and behavior change, mental skills and leadership and culture. Or if you'd like to understand our fully integrated conference experience with pre-event diagnostics, activities throughout the agenda, including a morning wake-up, energy breaks, team-building activities, and digital resources to embed learning. To find out more information and to download a brochure, go to andrewmay.com slash keynotes. Did, did you train those protocols? Because a lot of the work that, that we do in, especially sport and contact sport, as an example, will pre, well, you train the cognitive skills, so you train the mental skills in a non-pressurized environment, so you can draw on them when you need them most, the front loading. Did you do that or did, did you yeah. go to camp? and then taught the skills at camp, or did you teach them before camp? We did before as well, yeah. yeah. Got like, it. So it's really hard for you to assimilate, learn um, novel or even technical information when you're in that fight or flight state. You know, your neural architecture just doesn't allow for it, so we're, not, we're very cognizant of that. And so we would teach them the, the foundational principles of what's going on in their body and their brains before and then give them strategies, get them to, to um, practice it, then we'd stress inoculate them and get them to utilise those new skills under pressure. And then they so, catch up and go, ah, oh, you taught me that resonant breathing or you taught me that yeah, reset. Yeah. Aha. So then play that forward to the Olympics or to the trials when the pressure comes in and they're starting to have that sea of or that wave of emotion. Huh, I know what to do now. Yeah, it's also getting the confidence in, in your bank. Like a lot of it is 
like I know at that level, and you know yourself, that everybody's fit enough. Everyone's got, you know, requisite skill acquisition. They all are very good at what they do. Otherwise, they wouldn't be at the Olympics. But who wins on that day is he or she who can manage their stress in the moment. Like that is really the differentiator. And what does that need? It needs a mindset. It needs you to be able to control your, your thoughts or control your physiology at will when it starts to misbehave. And so what we did, um, a lot of stress inoculation is like, so when they're in that moment, they're like, oh, I've done this before and I have achieved. And so that's a good memory to have in the memory bank you can pull out. So for the Olympic um, swim team, um, we went down to the AIS and had the ray, the relay, the female relay um, camp. And so on that camp, we did a heap of really funny stress inoculations where we had the girls come out of the ready room and then we had sirens and we had smoke bombs and poppers and and then people screaming and they had to walk and we had already taught them how to like stay calm. And then when they were on the blocks, I had this taser, I shouldn't really be telling people this, that I'd picked up in some market in Turkey. It was highly illegal. And then I had one of these little clickers. I wonder if I've got one here. You know those clickers you have when um you've got a mozzie bite and you kind of like just yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the itch? So like Kate Campbell was on the blocks and she's like, you know, um, I think Emma was coming up, Emma McKeon. And so I like put the taser in front of Kate's face like, and then clicked her on the back of the of her leg with a little <laughs> shot. Just, and she did not flinch, did not miss a beat. Then I squirted blood on her feet and blood into the water, didn't miss a beat. And it was like, and we were getting water pistols with hot and cold water You're in there. You were brutal. How do you come up with all this stuff? And uh, <laughs> I can't believe they let us do it. And then so um, Simon Cusack said when they were at the Olympics, he was saying to Kate, you've been shot at, you've been- You've been tasered. You've been tasered. The you crazy been- blonde chick that came in and tasered you then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so, but also we did like sleep deprivation training, um, media training, like when you're, when you're tired. So a lot of, you know, we talk about energy management. So I always say that you've got a well of, of resources and we know whether you think- um, move, reminisce, wh- whatever you do, you, you're drawing from the same well of resources. And so you have to be very cognizant of where you let that energy leak or where you utilise that that energy because when you're in a, um, you know, in a relay or, or a pool, those hundreds of a second of your back um, end of your race is where you win or lose. And if you've been like seeping out energy, um, you know, cogitating, ruminating before the game or the or the or the race that is really precious energy that you need and so very very cognizant of like what you're doing is that replenishing depleting or sustaining your energy and no i know it so we would get them to work out the things they do before uh, um, is that a replenishment activity is that a um is that a depletion activity and then you become very, very cognizant of what you should do or what you shouldn't do and we know that not all rest is equal and you've got to match your rest to your stress and so i've broken down i think about like five different types of you know emotional stress or cognitive stress or just stress generally and then you've got to know which one is primary and then you've got to match your recovery to that type of stress hi again it's andrew and i hope you really enjoyed that episode 
We would appreciate if you helped to amplify the Performance Intelligence Podcast by sharing episodes with your friends and with your colleagues by going to iTunes and leaving a rating and review. This really does help get the message out to a wider audience and I love reading the comments as well. If you'd like to know more about booking me as a speaker at your next annual conference or company offsite, or purchasing one of the books I've written, including MatchFit, or if you'd just like to receive my monthly e-newsletter, which is called the AM edition, that has stacks of information specific to all things human performance, go to andrewmay.com. And we'll see you on the next edition of Performance Intelligence.